0: Rune forty-three of the Kalevala. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit librivox.org. Recording by Squid Vashlakova, found at frisco-squid.blogspot.com. The Kalevala, compiled by Elias Lönnrot. Translated by John Martin Crawford Rune 43 The Sample Lost in the Sea Louis, hostess of Poyola, called her many tribes together, gave the archers bows and arrows, gave her brave men spears and broadswords, fitted out her mightiest warship, in the vessel placed her army, with her swords a hundred heroes, with their bows a thousand archers, quick erected masts and sail-yards, on the masters sailed the linen, hanging like the clouds of heaven, like the white clouds in the ether, sailed across the seas of Poya, to retake the wondrous Sampo from the heroes of Vainola. Vainamoinen, old and faithful, sailed across the deep blue waters. Spake these words to Lemminkainen, O oh, thou daring son of Lempo, best of all my friends and heroes, mount the highest of the top masts. Look before you into ether. Look behind you at the heavens, while well, examine the horizon whether clear or filled with trouble. Climb the daring Lemminkainen, ever ready for a venture, to the highest of the mastheads. Look to eastward, also westward, look to northward, also southward, then addressed ways Wijnermoynen. Clear the sky appears before me, but behind a dark horizon, and the north a cloud is rising, and a longer cloud at northwest. Wijnermoynen thus made answer, Art thou speaking truth or fiction? I am fearful that the warships of Piola are pursuing. Look again with keener vision. Thereupon wild Lemminkainen looked again and spake as follows. In the distance seems a forest. In the south appears an island, aspen grows with falcons laden, alders laden with the wood-grouse. Spake the ancient Venomoinen. Surely thou art speaking falsehood. Tis no forest in the distance, neither aspen, birch, nor alders laden with the grouse or falcon, I am fearful that Poyola follows with her magic armies. Look again with keener vision. Then the daring Lemminkainen looked a third time from the topmast, spake, and these the words be uttered: From the north a boat pursues us, driven by a hundred rowers, carrying a thousand heroes. Knew at last Old Vainamoinen, knew the truth of his inquiry, thus addressed his fleeing people. Row, O blacksmith Ilmarinen! Row, O mighty Lemminkainen! Row, all ye my noble oarsmen, that our boat may skim the waters, may escape from our pursuers! Rowed the blacksmith Ilmarinen! Rowed the mighty Lemminkainen! With him rowed the other heroes. Heavily groaned the helm of birchwood. Loudly rattled all the rowlocks. All the vessels shook and trembled like a cataract. It thundered as it ploughed the waste of waters, tossing sea foam to the heavens. Strongly rode Vainola's forces, strongly were their arms united, but the distance did not widen twixt the boat and their pursuers. Quick the hero! Vainamoinen saw misfortune hanging over, saw destruction in the distance. Heavy-hearted, long-reflecting, trouble-laden, spake as follows. Only is there one salvation, no one miracle for safety. Then he grasped his box of tinder from the box he took a flintstone— of the tender took some fragments, cast the fragments in the waters, spake these words of master magic. Let from these arise a mountain from the bottom of the deep sea, let a rock arise in water, that the worship of Poiola, with her thousand men and heroes, may be wrecked upon the summit by the aid of surging billows. Instantly a reef arises, and the sea springs up a mountain, eastward westward through the waters." came the warship of the Northland, through the floods the boat came steering, sailed against the mountain ledges, fastened on the rocks and water, wrecked upon the mount of magic. In the deep sea fell the topmasts, fell the sails upon the billows, carried by the winds and waters of the waves of toil and trouble. Louis, hostess of Poyola, tries to free her sinking vessel, tries to rescue from destruction, but she cannot raise the warship firmly fixed upon the mountain. Shattered are the ribs and rudder, Ruined is the ship of POYA. Then the hostess of the North HIS much disheartened, spake as follows: Where the force in earth or heaven that will help a soul in trouble? Quick she changes form and feature, makes herself another body, takes five sharpened scythes of iron, also takes five goodly sickles, shapes them into eagle talons, takes the body of the vessel, makes the framework of an eagle takes the vessel's ribs and flooring, makes them into wings and breastplate. For the tail she shapes the rudder. In the wings she plants a thousand seniors with their bows and arrows, sets a thousand magic heroes in the body, armed with broadswords. In the tail a hundred archers, with their deadly spears and crossbows, thus the bird is hero-feathered. Quick she spreads her mighty pinions, rises as a monster eagle, flies on high and soars and circles. With one wing she sweeps the heavens while the other sweeps the waters. Spake the hero's ocean mother, O oh, thou ancient Wanemoinen, turn thy vision to the northeast, cast thine eyes upon the sunrise, look behind thy fleeing vessel, see the eagle of misfortune. Vainemoinen turned as bidden, turned his vision to the northeast, cast his eyes upon the sunrise, there beheld the Northland hostess, wicked witch of Seriola, flying as a monster eagle, swooping on his mighty warship. Flies and perches on the top mast on the sailyards firmly settles, nearly overturns the vessel of the heroes of Ainola underneath the weight of envy. Then the hero, Ilmarinen turned to Ukko as his refuge. Thus entreated his creator. Ukko, thou, O God in heaven, thou creator full of mercy, guardest from impending danger, that thy children may not perish, may not meet with fell destruction. Hither bring thy magic fire-cloak, that thy people, thus protected, May resist Poyola's forces. Well may fight against the hostess of the dismal Seriola, May not fall before her weapons, May not in the deep sea perish. Then the ancient Vainamoinen thus addressed the ancient Luhi. O thou hostess of Poyola, Wilt thou now divide the sampo on the fog-point in the water On the island forest covered? Thus the northland hostess answered, I will not divide the sampo, Not with thee, thou evil wizard, Not with wicked Vainamoinen. Quick, the mighty eagle Louhi swoops upon the lidded colors, grasps the SAMPO in her talons. But the daring Lemminkainen straightway draws his blade of battle, draws his broadsword from his girdle, cleaves the talons of the eagle; one toe only is uninjured. Speaks his magic words of conquest: "Down ye spears and down ye broadswords, down ye thousand witless heroes, down ye feathered HOSTS of Louhi!" Spake the hostess of Poyola, calling, screeching from the sail yards. O thou faithless Lemminkainen, wicked wizard Kalkomeli, to deceive thy trusting mother! Thou didst give to her thy promise not to go to war for ages, not to war for sixty summers. Thou desire for gold impels thee, though thou wishest gold and silver. Venomoynon, ancient hero, the eternal wisdom-singer— thinking he had met destruction, snatched the rudder from the waters, with it smote the monster eagle, smote the eagle's iron talons, smote her countless feathered heroes. From her breast her host descended, swim and fell upon the billows, from the wings descended a thousand, from the tail a hundred archers. Swoops again the bird of Poya to the bottom of the vessel. Like the hawk from birch or aspen, like the falcon from the linden, grasps the sampo with one talon drags the treasure to the waters, drops the magic lid and colors from the red rim of the warship to the bottom of the deep sea, where the sampo breaks in pieces, scatters through the alu waters, in the mighty deeps for ages to increase the ocean's treasures, treasures for the hosts of Otto. Nevermore will there be wanting richness for the Otto nation, never while the moonlight brightens on the waters of the Northland. Many fragments of the sample floated on the purple waters, on the waters deep and boundless, rocked by winds and waves of suomi, carried by the rolling billows to the seasides of Vainola. Vainamoinen, ancient minstrel, saw the fragments of the treasures floating on the billows landward. Fragments of the lidden colors, much rejoicing, spake as follows. "'Thence will come the sprouting seed-grain, the beginning of good fortune!' the unending of resources from the ploughing and the sowing from the glimmer of the moonlight from the splendour of the sunshine on the fertile plains of suomi on the meads of kalevala luhi hostess of poiola thus addressed old raynamoinen Know i other mighty measures nor I means that are efficient, and against thy golden moonlight and the splendor of thy sunshine, and thy plowing and the reaping and the rocks I'll sink the moonbeams, hide the sun within the mountain, let the frost destroy thy sowings, freeze the crops on all thy cornfields, iron hail I'll send from heaven on the richness of thine acres, on the barley of thy planting I will drive the bear from forests, send the otho from the thickets, that he may destroy thy cattle, may annihilate thy sheepfolds, Mistroy thy seeds at pasture. "'I will send thine nine diseases, "'each more fatal than the other, "'that will sicken all thy people. "'Make thy children sink and perish, "'never more to visit Northland, "'never while the moonlight glimmers "'on the plains of Kalevala.'" Thus the ancient bard made answer. "'Not a Laplander can banish "'Venomoyn and his people. "'Never can a turylander "'drive my tribes from Kalevala. God alone has power to banish. God controls the fate of nations. Never trust the arms of evil. Never gives his strength to others. As I trust in my Creator, Kalapan benignant uko, I will guard my crops from danger. Drive the frost field from my f- cornfields. Drive great Othso to his caverns. Wicked Louis of Poyola, thou canst banish evil doers, and the rocks canst hide the wicked, and the mountains lock the guilty. Thou canst never hide the moonlight, Never bide the silver sunshine In the caverns of thy kingdom. Freeze the crops of thine own planting, Freeze the barley of thy sowing, Send thine iron hail from heaven To destroy the Lapland cornfields, To annihilate thy people, To destroy the hosts of Puya. Send great also from the heather, Send the sharp tooth from the forest to the fields of Seriola, On the herds and flocks of Louis. Thus the wicked hostess answered, All my power has departed. All my strength was gone to others. All my hope is in the deep sea, In the waters lies my Sampo. Then the hostess of Poyola home departed, Weeping, wailing, To the land of cold and darkness, Only took some worthless fragments Of the Sampo to her people. Carried she the lid to Poya, In the blue sea left the handle, Hence the poverty of Northland And the famines of Poyola. Venamoinen, ancient minstrel, Hastened to the broad sea's margin, stepped upon the shore in joyance, found their fragments of the Sampo, fragments of the linen colours, on the borders of the waters, on the curving sands and seasides, gathered well the Sampo relics from the waters near the fog point on the island forest covered. Spake the ancient VENEMOINEN, spake these words in supplication Grant, O Uko, our creator, grant to us, thy needful children, peace and happiness, and plenty, that our lives may be successful, that our days may end in honor, on the vales and hills of Suomi, on the prairies of Vainola, in the homes of Kalevala. Ukko, wise and good creator, Ukko, God of love and mercy, shelter and protect thy people from the evil-minded heroes, from the wiles of wicked women, that our country's plagues may leave us, that thy faithful tribes may prosper, be our friend and strong protector. Be the helper of thy children, in the night a roof above them, in the day a shield around them, that the sunshine may not vanish, that the moonlight may not lessen, that the killing frost may leave them and destructive hail pass over. Build a metal wall around us from the valleys to the heavens, build of stone a mighty fortress on the borders of Venola, where thy people live and labor as a dwelling place for Sure protection to thy people, where the wicked may not enter, nor the thieves break through and pilfer. Never while the moonlight glistens and the sun brings golden blessings to the plains of Kalevala. End of Rune 43. Recorded by Squid Vajlakova, Inkin, Iowa, March 25th, 2007.